And we're back with Brews and Reviews. Real me this. What movie are we going to talk about today? Uh, the Batman. Idiot. <laughs> the Batman. Wow, what a movie. So before we get into spoilers, Cole, um, what did you think about this movie? I mean, I feel like... I've had some time to think about this movie because, like, after you watch it, you just kind of need to like soak in everything that you've seen. So I, I, went I literally and it called last night. you and told you I had to process it. Yeah, and so like I thought about it all night. It's it's an epic movie. It's a big movie. It's ambitious. There's a lot of stuff going on. A, it's a three hour runtime movie, which doesn't feel like too long. But they, they definitely crammed a good amount in there where, like, it's a nice balance of, like, you don't feel like they dragged along the story, but, like, there's there's a lot to take in. But really, um, if if you like dark movies and, like, a fresh take on the Batman, like, this is this is it. This is... Yeah, I mean, I, the more I thought, since we talked on the phone, the more we talked about it, I was like, man, this is fresh. Like, this is just a new Batman and but it still felt like Batman um, which I very much appreciate and it is dark um, the theater I was in had uh, two toddler kids in it and I was like uh uh-uh, no don't do that please don't do it I'm like, you're, gonna, you're gonna wreck these kids like they're gonna become the Batman because you just ruined them yeah yeah I would not take my my toddlers to this movie I wouldn't take my toddlers either. I mean, can you imagine if it was like, oh, someone like, actually, let's go into the cinematography about this whole thing. I mean. Because there's two things I love. The more I think about it, the more I love it. The cinematography and the soundtrack. It's it's hilarious because I was watching this movie with um, some of my, my family members and in-laws, and we get done, and my brother-in-law turns to me and like, does the sun ever shine in the city? I was trying to figure out where it was. <laughs> it kind of does once. I'm like, that's very true. Like, it's a dark, like, everything happens in the dark. You never know, really know whether it's daylight or not. It's just dark all the time. But the visuals on this movie are insane. Like, the backdrop. Out, like, out of this world. Whenever they would go up to where they had the, the bat, uh, the bat, Light. Bat symbol. Bat symbol. Right. That was like always the best. Like you're just like looking out on like the entire city. It's like, oh my gosh. You're not wrong. And ah oh man. Can we talk about the more I thought about it? Or Selena sorry, Kyle to go back Bruce to more Wayne. go back to more cinematography type stuff. The upside down scene was super cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I- the more I think about this movie, more is like, when is it coming out on Blu-ray? I want to buy this movie so hard. Yeah. No, this this movie, like, I'm trying to I'm trying to process like a couple things here. One of the biggest ones is like, were you upset by the Riddler when he was unmasked? Mm, no, I guess I wasn't. I kind of appreciate it a lot. Like, um, he was just another person. Well, and he's, uh, what was his name? Paul, Paul Deneau. 
Paul, yeah, yeah. Whatever his name is. But he was like in prison. His name, his name is Paul. Yeah, um, he was in Prisoners. He played like kind of a crazy character in that movie as well. Yep, yep, um, exactly. He plays. He, he doesn't really, he does, and shout out to Paul. I mean, he does an amazing job with doing like a crazy person. Like this guy just has it pegged. Yeah, no, he, so like I, I knew that going in. So I guess like that's totally what I expected when he was out of it. But yeah, he was very, um, I saw somebody saying on, on Twitter that the interrogation scene rivaled the Dark Knight interrogation scene. I was like, I don't know about that. Like, it was like nope. a cool, it was a cool, like, you're coming face to face with this guy. Like, you're finding out that, like, you helped, like, bring about the Riddler because, like, you inspired him. Where I'm like, okay, like, this is a cool thing. But it didn't have the intensity of, like, let's smash no, no, his no, face no. into the wall type thing. But I will say this. I, I forget which scene it was. Did you see when Batman got, got crazy eyes? Um, when, like, Selena Kyle's talking to him, and he's like... <laughs> I mean, no, no. Like, which which scene? He used to eat, um, Selena Kyle brought up Thomas and Martha Wayne. Oh. Okay. One, I expect him to say, like, why'd you say that, Nick? <laughs> Martha! Martha! No, but, like, if you watch it, like, his eyes get really big. It's just like, oh, this guy's got crazy eyes. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, the cinematography was great. Um, the thing about this movie, even some of the stuff that you've seen a million times before, they did a really good job on. Like, the the penguin car chase was phenomenal. It was like I hate car chases, honestly, in movies. Most of the time, really, most of the time it's like five or ten minutes, like they're long, and you know that, like, okay, this is just going to be a car chase, and like there really isn't that much intensity to it. You know that they're not going to crash into the oncoming cars, really. It's just like, okay, I've I've seen this in a bunch of movies. Like I don't mind it, but uh, whatever, car chase, can't wait till it's done. Where this was like a very well done, like. You kind of, I mean, like it, it felt, it felt like you were in the car with both of them. Yeah, and like you, you like just how the penguin, like I don't know, like just watching his face, like he like pulled it off so well, where you like you felt his like little bit of fear, and then like oh no, I'm safe, and then you see like the Batmobile coming through the flames, and you're like, oh dang, <laughs> and you're like oh, the Batman's for real. No. That car chase is actually probably the best car chase I have seen in my adult life. Like, every single thing, like, with the semis and how they're bumping up against each other is like, this feels real. really does. Um, And what else did you want to get to before we get into spoilers? Because I feel like I'm great at jumping into spoilers willy-nilly. I I think we kind of jumped into spoilers, but (laughs) let's go into it now. Um, um, okay, can so, can we rate it, can we, can we rate it before we go into it? No, let's rate it afterwards. So, okay. how would you, movie sucks, <laughs> how would you rate the Riddler as compared to other Batman villains? You know what, I hated the Riddler so hard. <laughs> this Riddler is something that's going to stick with me for a very long time. Like, he is scary. 
terrifying. Like, he's like, oh. Like, someone that has a... Ave Maria. Don't do that, dude. You're going to give me nightmares. But exactly that. Like, this is someone, like, it's completely become, become unhinged. And he's, he's terrifying because it could be any one of us. Well, and I thought they did a really cool, like, parallel between the Batman and the Riddler. As far as everything I've seen the Riddler in, whether it's animated films or, like, the older films, like, the Riddler is just, like, just a bad villain. Like, who cares about the Riddler? He's a joke. Like, it's not even a thing. Where, like, they show you how unhinged Batman is. They show you how unhinged the Riddler is. There's really not that much that separates them. They're writing in journals, kind of documenting their life. They're orphans who... Um, you know, feel wronged by, um, wronged by the past or the, like, the current Gotham situation. I'm like, this is like, he's, um, like, he could easily be at this Riddler stage as crazy as this Riddler is, where I thought they had some pretty cool, um, parallels there. But I think the parallel is also with the Batman, like, every punch he throws you just feel like when he beat up the clowns in the beginning, like he did. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Oh my God. He messed this dude up. Well, and that was the opening, the opening scene was just great. All right. I guess I don't, it, no, it, I should say perfect. the opening, the whole opening part perfect. where like you had the Batman perfect. narration, um, you, you see the the bat symbol fly up in the sky and then like everybody gets scared i'm like that was so well done to set the mood for what you wanted to put into the show so like i was on board in this movie right away like i'm like so i don't, I. I don't know if they're gonna ruin it later but you have me off from the get-go you had me at that signal <laughs> yes i mean this this movie the more i think about it the more i want to watch it again like it's a, it's an amazing film. It really is. Like when you kind of like we did a podcast on Joker. Yep. And, the, and now we're doing a podcast on the Batman. But it it's also great. Like they actually know what to do with the character. Matt Reeves, the director. Someone give him an Oscar. I mean, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, he knew what to do from start to finish. It's quite impressive. No, and I would say, back to the original question, I would say, for me, the Riddler would have to be a top three um, Batman villain. Who would you, who's number one and two? Um, you gotta go Heath Ledger, Joker, and Bane. And I, I can see the argument for Jack Nicholson, but... Um, yeah, see, he's the top four for me. But, Nicholson I mean, like, again, like, he, but to jump in, especially, like, it's really hard, especially, I mean, again, I went with my family, and they were all huge fans of the Christopher Nolan trilogy, and they're like, well, we didn't like it as much as that, so it wasn't that good. But... If you kind of break away from that and just kind of treat it as it is, I know, <laughs> as I'm saying that we're comparing their villains... But this movie was a different, like a different genre than that. Like no, it, it it was a crime thriller. 
with Batman. Yes. Like, there was... He did an amazing job with that from start to finish. Like, I was on the edge of my seat. Yeah. Is he going to save today? Oh, by the way, spoilers, doesn't. Which was kind of, like, it was kind of a cool cool way to do it. Because so often, like, you know, say, like, a movie like the original Suicide Squad, if you ever watch that, you know the <laughs> ending did. before the movie starts, basically. It's, like, the most predictable thing ever. Let me guess. They're going to save the world, and they're going to save it even though they're bad guys, because whatever. Where, like... Because they keep, t- they keep telling everyone. This movie, you have the greatest detective that doesn't win, but yet he learns that, like, through this whole process, he learns that he can be more than vengeance. He can be hope for the city. So, like, you have the transformation of Batman in his loss. He doesn't win here. The The Riddler blows up, blows up all the stuff, floods the city. Um, I mean, granted, he stopped a lot of casualties from happening, but it's not like he stopped the Riddler. Like, the Riddler definitely, you know, threw more punches. No, the, the Riddler won, but I think that's more for Batman. Where he's like, oh, I got to be more than this. A symbol, a beacon of hope. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool. And the more I think about it, the more I'm like, damn, this is a hell of a film. Especially for a superhero movie. Yeah, well, and the acting in this is great. I mean, really. Name one bad actor in this film. Well, exactly. I mean, the... You have uh, Colin Farrell as the Penguin, pretty pretty unrecognizable as far as people did not believe me when I'm like, no, seriously, that's Colin Farrell. I'm like, no. <laughs> I told I told that to Becca, fiance, and she's like, that's not Colin Farrell. I'm like, apparently it is. <laughs> I can't recognize him. I've been trying. It was halfway through the movie. I'm like, hey, by the way, uh, that's Colin Farrell. She's like, no hell. <laughs> yeah. Um. But Catwoman was great. Uh, oh, absolutely fantastic. Um, John Turturro. Yeah. As Falcone. He stopped acting in Adam Sandler movies, I guess. I didn't, I didn't know when he did that. <laughs> and he's like, hey, by the way, can I take a serious role? Okay, I'm in. Yeah. But he still nailed it. Like, one bad actor. Yeah, and Andy Serkis. I mean, I can't really see Andy Serkis without thinking of Smeagol and Caesar from Planet of the Apes. But yeah. I mean, he was for the part that he had. Again, like he didn't didn't take anything away from the movie. Really, it was it was well acted. The characters worked well, and everything. Yeah, was kind of driven driven towards the plot. It. I, I was talking with with you about this a little earlier, like. You might not like this movie, but it's going to be because it's not your style of movie. Like, this movie is very well done and well made. So, like, I use the comparison of, like, a, like a rare steak. Some people just don't like rare steaks. And that's fine. I think But this is a very well... The good cook made this rare steak. Let's put it that way. I don't want to say well done rare steak. Yeah. I also think that this is the... I think this movie might end up being timeless. Like, I really do. Because they talk about USB drives? 
I'm trash. I'm trash. <laughs> no, I like the more like phone, and we continue to talk about it. It's like I think this movie might be legendary. <laughs> like in twenty years, is what we're gonna show our older kids. Well, and it kind of gives me a little bit of hope for Batman again because Batman has been. Besides the Dark Knight trilogy, Batman has not been good. Batman versus Superman, the Justice League, Batman is a yeah. They kind they kind of done hit him dirty. Yeah, he's like he's a pointless character in the Justice League. Like, let's be real. Like, Superman can kill a thousand aliens. And Batman struggles with one. So why is Batman on the team? Um, where like this kind of brings the hope back to the Batman franchise, where it's like you have one of the best characters in in all of the comics, why can you not make good movies with him? Where I'm like, yes, like maybe this isn't your Christopher Nolan Batman or your Michael Keaton Batman, but this is a new Batman, and hey, let's let's jump in bo- on board with this because you got a whole new world, a whole new Gotham. Um, one of the things that I really liked actually was more about Gotham was there, I mean, I suppose you how could say... Awesome did, how awesome did Gotham look? I mean, it looked great. But besides maybe Jim Gordon, there was no good people that were just like your golden boys. Like everybody kind of like the whole thing with like Thomas Wayne where Thomas Wayne was a good guy that did a bad thing. And like Batman himself is a broken guy that does good things. And then there's like Catwoman and then there's like Falcone. There's all these people that are like just different shades of bad where it's like, Good people do bad things, bad people do good things, but, like, where are you at on this continuum where, like, it grayed out a lot of areas and it just made, it made it very complex where it's like, okay, you know, where, where do people fall along this line? Like, yes, you have the extremes of the Riddler and, say, Batman, but actually they're kind of close. So where where are we really at here where I'm like, it, it really makes you think about, um, yeah, just the different perspective. Like I said, Jim Gordon would probably be your closest to, like, he, he was a good cop through and through, it seemed like. But um, I was almost expecting something to come out about him at some point, which it didn't, but. Well, I mean, thank God they didn't pull that whole, what was the animated feature we watched? Which I one? I always forget. Well, the one where Jim Gordon actually was a psychopath. Oh, uh, Gotham by Gaslight. Where Jim yeah, Gordon, she, Jim Gordon is like a. Throw my popcorn up in the air and be like, "I'm out." Yeah, he was he was Jack the Ripper. Um, I'm really really glad that didn't No, yeah, I, not quite that route, but like maybe he was a little shady or something. Yeah, not quite Jack the Ripper level. Um, I I think the relationship between Batman and Jim Gordon is actually pretty good. Like, it's really good. Like, I trust you. And, I don't know you, man. And I love the fact that we don't need an origin story. We don't need to know how they met. We don't need to know, like, when this all happened. We don't need to see Thomas and Martha get shot. Like, thank you. That's great. Like, Thank you for understanding what the, This is why we're here. Like, we don't need to see... Like, we understand why he's here. We do not need to see the origin story. Yeah, and I think, because you know I'm a sucker for origin stories. If you've ever listened to this podcast at all, I love origin stories. But this was a very good way of 
you got enough of the origin story to need to know what you need to know, but you're starting at like you're starting with the Dark Knight, but you're building in Batman Begins into it. So it's like you get your origin story just just as much as you need to know to get on with the story. And I'm like, yep. really, the Gotham that they created was more important than the Batman origin story because that. Can we talk about Bruce Wayne's mansion? I hate to interrupt you. Yeah. But it literally feels like a mansion that's completely void of him. Yeah. It feels gothic as hell. Yeah, and um, I was talking with my brother about this because he was like, hey, I like he's not even like a cool Bruce Wayne. Like Christian Bale, like, you know, he was like the billionaire playboy philanthropist. I'm like, yeah, but that's the point about this guy is like, He's not a functioning Bruce Wayne. He's only Batman right now. Like he, he's not doing anything. He never comes out. He's not not a func. Like he he doesn't do anything as Bruce Wayne. He he doesn't know how to be Bruce Wayne, and so that's part of who he is as a Batman. That's why you know he is just vengeance. And so I think that sets up a lot of what they can do with Bruce Wayne in the future with him because like he has to learn how to incorporate. <laughs> Bruce Wayne into himself because right now he is only Batman. Yes, and the weird thing is, is that like remember the Spider Man how Homecoming, Far From Home, No Way Home, end up being an origin story. I think Matt Reeves took a page out of that book, and I think that this is about to be the origin story of Batman. Yeah, yeah, I, I can see that. Well, and which would be awesome. Like, I, I got no qualms with that. Yeah, well, I think that they've set up so much, so much for a sequel, which I know they said this is like a standalone movie and it doesn't have to be, like, there don't have to be sequels to it. And it like, could. You don't add the Joker into something unless you think there's going to be a second. True, but I'm saying if this was just a standalone movie, I'm happy with it. It doesn't need a sequel. You set a, yeah. up a movie perfectly for the sequel because now you have, again, you have the power vacuum. Everybody's rushing to fill it. So who's going to come out of the woodwork? And what I heard, which, again, you're hearing rumors based on rumors, but that the Joker is just going to be a character that they kind of tease again for the next movie. Um, I heard that they might do the, the Court of Owls, which I don't know a lot about, but sounds really cool from everything that I've read in two minutes on the internet google thank you um thank google <laughs> proud sponsor <laughs> but yeah i'm definitely gonna look into that comic even if uh even if it turns out that it's not actually in the next sequel just because um the stuff i was seeing on that like everybody if you're into batman comics you love the court of owls which again i i, I don't batman know enough now. about so um i'm i'm happy to jump into there but yeah, the Gotham that they created is almost as important as the Batman they created because there's so much you can do with that. If the, if you can give us a good Riddler, again, to me, he's like just a can generally you, a bad... Can you imagine if Joker gets his hands on Gotham? Yeah, or, you know, I you know, again, there's all these different things like, oh, are they going to bring Poison Ivy or this person or that person? I'm like, if you can do that with the Riddler, I have faith that you can you know, do stuff with the other characters as well. Like, if you're going to bring in some of these other Batman villains, because, um, like, even though you had the Penguin, 
the Riddler, Falcone. Um, it didn't feel like this movie was overcrowded with people. Like everybody was. No, in- as, as many villains as keep rattling off. It's amazing how this movie didn't feel as long as it did. Really, did not. Like this movie just felt like concise. Like you had a plan from start to go. And like I, I'm trying to find a problem with it, and I got nothing besides that unmasking scene. No, the well, when there's like a thousand cops in the one interrogation room. Yeah, they're like, "Oh, we're gonna, we're gonna take off his mask," and no one takes off his mask. I'm like, no one, not one person's like, ah. Well, and I suppose the thing is, you don't really know how long he was in there either. Like, if you're carrying him, you're probably having to rip they off had his to mask. Take him from one place. They're taking one place to the other, and it felt long, but yeah. I mean, that's literally my only gripe as far as technicalities in this movie. Yeah, and so, I mean, I I could I could see that a little bit. To me, it was like such a such a small small part of the movie in general. No, it, but and it, it's hard. It to, doesn't it doesn't ruin the movie. And even off of one viewing, it's hard to, like, remember everything about the movie. Like, there's so much to it. Especially because it's one of those movies that you don't really see the big picture until, like, later on in the movie. So, at first, you're just following the little riddles and clues. Like, you are like you don't have, the like, the grand scheme of things. And so, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Like, you definitely get expanded. Like, your knowledge of... Gotham expands as the movie goes on because at first, you know, they don't throw everything at you. You're just like, oh, Batman and Catwoman and the Penguin. Well, now you're tying in Falcone and now you're tying in, you know, the Moroni stuff and this and that. And now you finally get to the Riddler and now you have, you know, all these different things. Um, but yeah, I as far as uh, gripes go, it's it was a very well done movie where I don't I don't really have gripes. Again, this might not be if you don't like serial killer movies with cool detective work and Batman, maybe not your flavor, but it's it's a good flavor. <laughs> it's a good flavor. Like sour grapes. No, um the crazy thing is like all I want to do is we watch the movie with the with the carpet what's the how do they describe it? The carpet like remover. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't remember what it was called, but yes. Yeah, but like, so he has. They gave us to it. They gave it to us, the audience, right away, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I didn't even put it together that it was a carpet thing. Like to me, I was like looking at him like that, like some type of ice pick or something. And but it literally happens in the first 30 minutes and it's like oh my god i'm like how did i not see this before yeah but we also would i think that's a good thing because we gotta stand it with batman when he figured it out he's like oh i gotta take out the carpet i'm like okay yeah yeah so how how would you rate this cole I mean, after after carefully considering it for an entire I. day, I'm um, going to go with a nine out of ten. What did you say? I'm going to give it a ten. 
You're going to give it a 10. First time in this podcast history. So this is the greatest Batman movie of all time. I mean... I don't know how I can rate it any lower. I I keep thinking to myself since we talked on the phone and how, like, where are the holes? Where are the holes? There's no holes. The greatest Batman film of all time. And see, I don't know. I really want to... Oh, I'm sorry. I really want to watch The Dark Knight after watching this because what... See, The Dark Knight, I have holes I can poke in. Uh, see, The Dark Knight Rises, to me, is the, is the Christopher Nolan movie with holes. Um, like, there's... I think, I think they There's, there's things that bother me about The Dark Knight Rises, where The Dark Knight, to me, is, like, I like, I prefer Batman Begins. I love origin stories. I think Batman Begins is a wonderfully crafted origin story. But The we, Dark Knight is, like... I can't about that. Yep, it's like a roid. It's like a roid rage Batman. Like it's it's quick and it doesn't let up and it's just like boom, 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 boom. And this movie was a slow detective, longer drawn out, and so it's a lot different pacing. Where to like compare them? I'm like, I feel like I'm probably still gonna go Nolan. And again, I have a lot of nostalgia and stuff built into that that I understand. Like, kind of makes me biased. But I do want to watch that now so I can kind of compare, like, okay, like, again, you give me this drawn-out detective Riddler story. How does that compare to, you know, the Joker The Joker in, um, you know, I don't think it was nearly as long, The Dark Knight. Uh, Dark Knight was two hours and 45 minutes, I think. Oh, was it? I didn't think it was that long, but okay. I mean, this one's three hours. Yeah. So... Longer Batman movie equals better film. <laughs> yeah, I guess it has to be. I mean, the only gripe I really have with The Dark Knight is Rachel. Other than that, I I don't really have any gripes with The Dark Knight. Say their name. If they would have kept their Rachel from the beginning one, it was just like you had two different Rachels, and the second Rachel was way more annoying. Yeah. But, I mean... For me, as a like, like I told Becca, my fiance, after this movie, she's like, "It's good," and she hates superhero films. Yeah, I was like, oh. like the more I think about it, I'm like, give me a second watch. This is a masterpiece, like of cinema. Well, like, and it, it goes so heavy on the noir, and, like, the acting is, like, solid again. Like, I, see, I love noir. Yeah. No, and it's it's solid. Again, I'm, I'm not ready to crown it the crown jewel of the Batman, but this is a, this is a trilogy that, done correctly, could rival Nolan, which is, you know, for the most part, unthinkable. As far as, after the Nolan trilogy, the Batman and the superhero we got from DC, everything has been very lackluster until I guess Suicide Squad and now this. The Suicide Squad. Yeah, the Squad. Suicide Squad, not the Suicide Squad. All you gotta do is put the in front of Yeah, the, the Batman. The um, Batman. The, the Suicide Squad. What was that? Batman. So if you like anything that is Batman, please go see this film. Well, and this is kind of, you know, we went through that whole 
uh, month or two of Batman where we watch all those animated Batman films. And, like, there was different stories that were like, okay, this one's kind of cool and this one's kind of cool. Um, you know, if these could easily be made into, like, real-life films where I'm like, this is so, like, so much better. Especially, this kind of reminded me of Hush, the the animated film about the Riddler, only instead of being absolutely let down when you found out it was the Riddler, this was a lot better once the Riddler. Like, yeah, Matt, the Riddler. Matt, Reeves, Matt Reeves did this. He's like, oh, Hush story? And I love how, like, the slight references that they have where when he's, like, talking about the reporter, they're like, just the big word that says hush. I'm like, oh, yes, I, I see what you did there. Like, I, like, I, I see what you do in movie. I see what you do. <laughs> No, this this movie did not make me happy because it's a very sad movie. But um, me, I the more I think about it, the more I want to go back to it tomorrow. Like, can I see it again? Yeah, yeah, I would go with you. Um, and Come here. Cool. So, what are your thoughts? I know you didn't like the Joker. Them putting that at the end. But what are your thoughts on like if you could see the Joker at all, like? They didn't go for the Heath Ledger type of like makeup Joker. They went for like the no, they they went physically they went deformed, full, like, long jaw, like long jaw, everything. And I'm like, I mean, I'm kind of of that mindset where it's kind of like we've seen the Joker teased at the end of pretty much every single beginning Batman Batman movie. But that being said. He looks as deranged and crazy as I think he could be. Well, and that would be, you know, you know the video games better than I am, but that would be close to what video game? Because he looked, yep. which one is that? Which, which video one? game is that? Arkham, Arkham City, Arkham Knight. Okay, so they're going off of that Joker. Yeah, because he has a very elongated jaw. It was really funny because when Becca left, she's like, who's that person at the end? I'm like, you don't know? (laughs) I mean, come on. Yeah. Riddler also knows who. Now, does the Riddler know who Batman is? That that part was confusing to me. Pretty damn sure. Because he was saying Bruce Wayne when he was talking to him. With the video. Maybe. But then he was like, maybe. yeah, Bruce Wayne is the only one that got away. But, like, it didn't seem like he thought, I don't know. Like, I thought he did know. And then when once they, like, talked to each other, I'm like, I don't know if he knows that he's Bruce Wayne. See, now I got to watch it again. Yeah. I, I, Cause I'm I, pretty sure at the end of it when he's like. Yeah. Yeah. But he was saying that where I was like. Are you saying that he's the Batman? That's what I thought. But then, like, he said something else where I'm like, oh, maybe he doesn't think, no, he's the Batman. I'm not sure. Maybe maybe he's a little nutso. Wait, he's definitely nutso. Well, yeah, I mean, he's deranged, but he's not, he's very mentally capable. I, th- I think he knows, and I think he, my theory, is going to tell it to the Joker. And I guess we'll go from there. Well, yeah, and I mean, just to bring it back to some Nolan ideas, you know, when you talk about 
Uh, I thought we're not comparing stuff over here, Cole. Okay? When you talk about the our I- podcast has way more pride than that. The idea of hope, like in order to really, you know, the whole Dark Knight Rises thing, like you have to have the hope that you can escape, um, in order to truly be, um, I don't know what the word is, depressed. Whatever, <laughs> you're stuck in a hole, and you, it seems like you should be able to escape. One day, one day you'll find it. Yeah, I, my, my words are, are escaping me tonight. But anyway, that idea that you need hope in order to have like the most, um, happiness, depression. Oh, we're talking about opposite words. Yes, the opposite <laughs> words. Um, yeah, no, you're right. But where that. I'm like, so now that if he has that hope, like he's becoming hope for the city, like he can see that in himself. And now like everybody's kind of rallying behind the Batman a little bit towards the end of this film. Like now if that gets taken away from him, how does that change him? Become a psychopath. But yes, um, I think our, our next homework seriously was going to be to look into this Court of Owls thing because never actually gotten into comics. I mean, I'm I'm a movie person. And so if it seems related, sometimes I'll check into things. But I'm like, th- this has my interest. Where I'm just like, ooh, I need to know what's the Court of Owls. Like, what could I expect? I want a, I, I want a sequel. I do. I don't think that you're going to not get a sequel out of this. Like, critics love it. Audiences love it. It's doing well at the box office. It's the Batman. It's the best thing you've had going since Nolan. I don't know what Matt Reeves is up to for the rest of his life. But if he's going to, like... If he's going to pump out Batman films... Point, you, have to, you have to tag him back in. But he... Again, the, you know, they never want to confirm whatever, but it sounds like they're already start, like starting the agreement on the second movie. Well, I hope so. Because this is, is a phenomenal Bat... This is the first Batman movie that made me actually think. Way long after the theater. Um, did, you, did you see the after credit scene? You told me there wasn't one. There's not actually an after credit scene. But if any of you guys stayed, there's a little question mark that pops up and there's a website that flashes and it's the Rattalata or El Rattalata, whatever it was, um, dot com. And if you go to it, there's riddles that you can solve that are like Batman riddles. And then like I think you get some extra video. What the riddles? Do you have a computer in front of you? I don't know how to spell that. So let's. It'd be a great way to end the podcast. Let's solve these riddles together. Okay, let's see here. Rata. La. I don't know how to spell that. Do you want me to look it up? Okay. Here we go. Okay, what we got? Okay, here we go. Take two. What do we got? Okay, here we go. Take two. It's a bat. (laughs) (laughs) Read it to me. Um... I have a question mark, and I have... Is that the riddle? Uh, trace load, tracing, boot load, 
Like, I feel like I'm downloading a virus right now. Oh, yeah, there it is. Here, here it pops up. Okay. Um, I, I just got a black screen right now. It's not giving me, not giving me anything. Pretty fucking funny, honestly. You just got a virus. Yeah, I was just trying to look up the Batman, and I got a virus on my computer. Um, it appears to be the site, but it's seriously just black. I don't know if I I did this incorrectly, or maybe I missed the riddle. I wanted to solve some riddles, man. You kill me. I am first a fraud or a trick, or perhaps a blend of the two. Say it again. I am first a fraud or a trick, or perhaps a blend of the two. Magic. Hmm. What do you think it is? Uh, a fraud or a trick, or perhaps a blend of the two. Magic. It's magic. The the obvious answer is magic. Okay, and the answer is confusion. Well, I suck. I'd be a terrible Batman. <laughs> Next riddle. What was new is new again. Oh, oh, that's an easy one. Again. Renewal. Makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Fear he who hides behind one. Mask. Oh, nice. Did I get it right? Yep. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's, I think that's all. Okay, well, yeah, so there, there's our long uh, escapade <laughs> into uh, the riddles on com. For anyone else that's been listening this long of a time, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, thanks for hanging with us. Yeah, this is Bruiser Review signing off.